days of mixing? Just for the record, that's an insanely short amount of time. <laughs> uh, we could only do that by... Um, we had the, um, the guy who was cutting sound effects was there on the stage with me. And in Denmark, it's you're usually, when you're mixing the movie, then there's, there's a mixer and then the director's there and so on. But he was sitting next to me and I was kind of like, okay, we mix this and then we hit a spot where we need a sound effect. So you design that and then I just move on and then go back and... Why the rush? What was the festival deadline or something? Yeah, it it was uh, picked up by Sundance. um, But actually also like a budget thing. So yeah, it was just crazy. Wow. So what... Was there a score other than the the music in the spaceship, um, the classical uh, music? Yeah, uh, there, I think there's like five places with like a, an actual score, like five music moments. But it was um, quite interesting, the whole collaboration with uh, music, because then, um, I mean, when they were cutting this movie there was I mean there was sound for the interviews but the rest of it didn't have any sound so there was no sound recorded no sound at all so all the everything was fully everything is created after created wow um and and that meant that when they were editing then they put in a lot of music to kind of actually to be able to I mean when you're when you're doing the picture editing of a film then if you don't have any sound and don't have any music and you're just looking at these images without any sound, then you're kind of like sitting there in the editing room and thinking, ah, oh, this is really boring. Yeah. So they put on a lot of music. Yeah. And then what Michael told me when we... when we, I mean, we did a few sketches for the sound design while they were picture editing, like some of the tanks, for example, and stuff like that. But a lot of it was... I mean, they just put in music. And then Michael, the director, said, well, Peter, just throw away all the music and then just put in sounds. Was the music abstract and atonal and something, anything like what you ended up A lot of it was actually more like classical music like Mm. that they just used to get a kind of a pulse and a feeling. And then uh, we took all that away and and, um, then we just started cutting in sounds. And the idea was that... um, we had been talking about different kind of uh, uh, ideas for the sound, telling stories with sound that wasn't in the picture. Like this idea that, as I said in the beginning, that the director really, he wanted this to kind of, you should hear it through the alien that comes to Earth. Did you all feel like an alien? (laughs) And um, uh, one of the ideas I got was that the, Alien didn't really just listen to what he saw or what it saw or what she saw, <laughs> but uh, heard other sounds as well, and not just sounds from the moment, but also historical sounds. So there's several places where, like, for example, uh, some of the military stuff where there's, like, this big sound collage of hi- military history, like, from from the dawn of recorded sound like 150 years ago until now just a collage of what's what has been happening with wars and so <coughs> on so different sounds 
cut in like that. And Michael mm. really wanted stuff like that so that the sound told a lot of stories about human civilization in a way that wasn't just depicted in the images. And then what we did with the music was that the um, uh, actually at that point the composer came in and then he composed these five pieces, which is more like symphonic, have theremin, this old instrument, <laughs> in it. Uh, and he, a lot of his work he actually did in a studio just next to mine. So we were like kind of going back okay. and forth so that he played some of his things and then I could say, okay, let ah, that's nice. La. Could you do that thing a little more and then... I I I went back and played, did some sounds that kind of matched his. Um, so we we uh, that was a very very close collaboration, and then the sound artist Ivan uh, uh, Weingard, who's a Norwegian sound artist who Michael knows from back in the sound art days. He he's this guy who's who's just like all the time he's like inventing sounds. So he's just like. He has his computer and he he just s builds up sounds all the time. And then then he had maybe a library of like for this film, I don't know, three hundred, four hundred like abstract weird sounds like like that. And then we listened through them all and kind of picked the ones we liked, and then just kind of melding them together with the kind of physical sounds in a way so that that's the way we kind of build up this whole soundscape wow there's so much to talk about we don't have a lot of time um would it be obvious or should we listen to a step like it, the difference between the score and the sound art and you so there was a sound effects editor you were the sound designer yeah. and there was a sound artist how did you divide that? Like, what do we hear that was made and put together by each? Were you kind of supervising yeah, the whole team? Supervising, and then at the same time, kind of like, for example, the sound effect editor was cutting a lot of like the practical sounds, like what you yeah. when you see something in the picture, like right. making sure that we hear it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times that went out actually because. We didn't always want to hear what we saw, but but even those were stylized. Those were because yeah, everything exactly. that moved was slow motion. Yeah, so we did a lot of like treating of these. Uh, so so very quickly it was like for example the sound of the helicopters like it's such an iconic sound. So uh, I had this idea that instead of um, just having a helicopter there, then we took other sounds and then we cut him in sync with the helicopter plates mm -hmm. so that for example at one point there's this which is like which is actually a train i think he did all these sounds actually with his voice <laughs> <through the Yeah>. movie. <laughs> so we we uh, we i mean took it at uh, the sound of a train and then cut it in sync with the helicopter so that it's seems like the helicopter because the visuals are so strong. I mean, you're looking at the visuals and you're thinking, okay, that's the sound of the helicopter. But actually, it's the sound of a train. It's just cut in sync with the helicopter. Cool. So we did things like that where you kind of change around yeah. the way you 
experience something. I loved the the close up of the water and the tank coming and it was very serene and quiet in the beginning and then it seemed like the sound sort of tracked with our perception of how the scene was changing like first little droplets coming in and then actually we see that it's a tank tread and then it gets really big there were a number of instances in the film where the sound would kind of build up and build up and build up and then cut before it got fully blown yeah kept you kind of on your (laughs) edge of the seat (coughs) i mean uh, uh, um, michael is uh, has really like two directors who he really loves with sound and that's Tchaikovsky, mm-hmm. who he really likes that kind of abstract <coughs> kind of poetry that that is in Tchaikovsky's uh, sound design, where he often uses quite abstract sounds, but in quite a simple way, so that it's not like a thousand things happening at once, but it's it feels simple, but it's quite abstract. Yeah. And then another uh, another one that he really loves is Shaktati, uh, mm-hmm. the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Who he he never recorded sound on set. He uh, he did everything afterwards. Mm-hmm. And Michael likes this foley thing where like everything you see here, like all the movements of the military and so on, all of those sounds are done in the foley. Um, so we could like be very precise and almost pristine with these small sounds and like when they take off helmets and. And I think that 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 kind of specificity speaks to something that is at play in sound for film in general. I'm a sound designer and a re-recording mixer, so I'm sitting there, you know, for hopefully more than four days, usually, you know, two weeks maybe, um, going through the film minute by minute and deciding among 300 tracks which we are going to present and here to tell the story and the way I think of it when you're a human being you're out in the world and you have all of the contextual cues of spatial relationships and sound and depth and environment and and you have a, lots of mechanisms in your brain that will filter out and decipher what you should be hearing what's important to pay attention to you know like the classic example of being at a party with a million people talking and someone says your name from 10 feet away and you wouldn't otherwise, you won't hear them unless they're saying your name, but there's a little guy in your brain that says, they just said your name, that's the most important thing to hear right now. So um, as a mixer, I feel like I'm that little guy in your brain and we're like saying, choose to listen to this, choose to listen to this, choose to listen to that. And when you're recording real sound and, you know, if somebody is taking a step out of a tank and there's a bunch of other movements happening around and it's a real world, it'll be hard to actually hear and zero in on that. But when that's the only thing that we as filmmakers want the audience to pay attention to and notice, then Foley is super useful mm. because you can just say, this is what's happening. Yeah. And it was, it was super precise. Um, should, should I play? Yeah, yeah, play, play. I want, I'm dying to hear like, a scene with and without the theremin, like one of those score cue bits, or or whatever you want to play. Oh, sure. <laughs> Could we get the computer image? Is anyone up there? <laughs> They've all gone home. We're on our own. An alien took them. <laughs> An alien took them. 
I think it's a really fascinating film anyway. I'll just talk while you're looking. It's um, it's like very sophisticated in the way it is wall-to-wall sound and we are totally immersed in it and it feels like it's really of a piece, the whole thing. It's very like, it's very foreign. The super slow motion all the way through and the sounds is completely enveloping. And contrasting that, it seems to be you know, we're talking about what is a human being and basic fundamental concepts, which is super interesting in this day and age. Everything seems to be changing out there. (coughs) Is it coming? Hello? Any luck up there? Is there anyone? Oh, is it coming on? Could just do sound. If does the sound work? Yeah. So they're they're all really loud. So I'm. I'll narrate. He's he's playing something on the music stem. So this is music. We'll just do sound in the meantime. Okay. Um, this is like an example. For, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm playing the sequence with the tanks on the, um, with the... Um, where we have, like, music creating a rhythm. And then... So this is sound effects now. These are the sound effects only, so they are on top of the other thing. So we don't see Pro Tools? Yeah. Oh, it's it's up there. Okay, hang on. No, it's not showing. It's not showing the arrangement. Isn't that? uh, That's annoying. Okay. Some technical difficulties, sorry. No, I think not. So I think we just... um, you can make it a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. But you still want to see your tracks, so. Yeah. 
That's okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the idea is that... So now we take away the music. There's a rhythm in the sounds that then... Then we take in the music. So that the... the we, we worked a lot with that, like elements playing together. And we could do that because there was such an integrated um, collaboration between sound and music. Should we take questions? We have a yeah. Should we? Yeah. Are there any any questions? For Peter? Do you have some scene that you want to see or whatever? Like, yeah. Did you see any other original footage or like any costumes or anything? Like, things that you filmed in? Did you see any other, like, as far as the picture, you know, you talking about the sound? <laughs> <laughs> was it all shot for the movie? All of this was shot for the movie. The crazy thing was that the UN, that department of, like, for alien invasion, they decided to support the film so much that they reenacted all these military things. So there's the only thing that's stock footage is is they didn't send up a satellite to shoot images. So the the kind of the images from <laughs> uh, out there, like looking down on Earth with the skies and so on, that that's stock footage. But everything with all the military, with all the fighter planes, with all the, all of that is something that's been done for the film. Ah, yeah, that's, that's the actual uh, recordings they send up. And um, we got hold of those, and then I've been mixing and tweaking them. But it's basically what they send up there. We they got right, they got they they licensed those recordings. Uh, and I, and actually, an interesting thing was that NASA NASA um, just when we started working on the sound, then NASA uh, released uh, some sound recordings that they had made in space. So. Probably some of you know that there can't really be any sound in space because there's um, because there's no air. <laughs> so, but what what it actually is is that it's um, uh, electromagnetic vibrations, something which they then turn into sound. So, they they recorded a lot of like the different planets and so on, and then I used that in the sound track several places. It has these weird tonal sounds, which I thought it's probably like the closest thing that's coming to a documentary in this film. Uh, how did you get those, um, did you just ask NASA, like, can I get those high-res files, or did you? No, they just, they, they released them, so they, so they are free, they, 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 they,
think a sunflower or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, they also released them on their website or something like that. Are those just like handkerchiefs? Uh, yeah, I don't think they're really high resolution. So tweaking them and doing, I mean, there's stuff in here that's, I mean, those old, old recordings that they send out into space, they didn't sound too too good either. So you've, we've been, been doing a lot of cleaning up things and then adding stuff to it. Yeah. Anyone? All right, then. <laughs> Well, thanks everyone for hanging in so late. Thanks for coming. And thank you, Peter. <laughs> thank you, Sal. <laughs>